Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you'll be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Tanya Wynn, and she is with NextGen. Welcome, Tanya. How are you? I'm good. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so um, did you get any sleep last night? Ooh, I did not. I had twilight showings at 8 p.m. So I like to call them twilight showings because people, you know, get off work really late. And yeah. it's the only time we get to show homes. And it's it's tough because I didn't get home till like maybe 11 midnight. It was Houston's bipolar weather, weather had me like running around in the rain. <laughs> what was, was it like, raining last night? Yeah, it was. Oh, I don't th- so I live out in Fulcher, so I don't know if it was raining here. I mean, I probably could have looked out my window because I didn't go to bed. I couldn't fall asleep until like four or four thirty. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm usually in bed at like eight p.m. and asleep by like eight <laughs> fifteen. Yeah. Do you have like a really strict schedule that you abide by? I try to, cause I like to get up in the morning and have my coffee and read the news without my kids yeah. there. And then before surgery, I used to like, um, get up, have my coffee work out, and then start my day. Um, so eventually that will put it back to my schedules. You have a really strict schedule. You know what? I try to have a strict schedule, but it's so difficult being in real estate. You know, yeah. you just have to be ready on the go at any time. Um, it could start really early or you can start really late. It doesn't matter, but you just got to be ready to go. Yeah. I will tell you though, as a person that has sold a couple homes, I hated those twilight showings. Yeah. Especially when my baby, so I have two girls in 10 and nine. And when they were babies, it was so frustrating. I know. And, Cause you're missing out on like time with them too. Yeah. Or like, because they're sleeping and that's my Honestly, it's a totally a selfish. I'm going to be completely honest, but it had nothing <laughs> to do. Yeah, I had nothing to do with laying there and holding them. It was strictly because that's my time <laughs> when yeah. they're in bed and I can just sit there and sip on a glass of vodka and tonic or something. You know what I mean? Like right. strictly my time. But um, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, you have to do it if you want to sell the house, right? Exactly. It is what it is. Yeah. So. And I get it. Some, you know, a lot of people like my ex-husband, he used to work sometimes. He didn't get home until eight o'clock at night. And he, you know, we lived out in Fulcher and he worked all the way down by the energy corridor. So it's, oh, wow. You know, yeah. it is, it is what it is, but um, yeah, that's crazy. So you didn't get home till. did you have to do a lot of paperwork or do um, you? Well, I didn't actually do a lot of paperwork yesterday <laughs> specifically because um, we had twilight showing. So I was home for the majority of the daytime I was doing it then but every day is so different it's like it's um I love it you know I love the not having to do the same task every single day but then it also takes a strain on your your life as well so you know whenever people ask me if you want to get into real estate I'm like um are you ready to work 24 7 like yeah that's that's the truth though it's not a nine to five when you become an entrepreneur you're working 24 7 you gotta you, be ready. Well, you have, and I feel like you have to work, especially in the beginning of being an agent until you can right. get that steady flow of, um, referrals and people coming back and it's a hustle. It's a grid and grind, you know, it is, but yeah. you're used to it though, because you're an athlete. Yes, that's right. We were talking before this and we're mm-hmm. both athletes and I, I love that about us because I know. You know got it that competitive edge and then not only that but we understand the hustle you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not a sprint it's more like 
a marathon. You got to keep going every single day until you get that W. And it's not, it's not just that one time. It's like the next game you got to prepare again. And then the right. next one you got to prepare. It's never, ever ending. It's awesome though. I love it. But I don't know. I'm assuming you're uh, probably have the same mentality as I do, what I'm going to say right now, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I thrive off of the, um, the hustle. And like, you know, it's like, to me, I always think it's like the last two minutes of a game and I'm like, okay, we're not giving up. If we have one goal left, we are going to play our hearts out. We can throw up after the game. Do you know what I mean? Like I thrive off of that pressure. Yeah. Same, same here, especially when, um, I'm surrounded by good people Mm -hmm. that I trust, like a good, uh, support system and just knowing that we're all striving for the same goal. I I'm all for it. I'm just like, we're going to put 110% because, you know, no regrets on this, on this field. Yeah. And that, that goes to everything, everything in life, your family, your friends, your work, everything. A hundred percent. I totally agree with you, especially if you have teammates or in people on your team, because I know you're just a next gen, you don't do the act group, but you're just a solo right. agent, but it's still, everybody else is still a team. Even though yeah, we're solo. still, we're still a huge family. Um, the way that I look at next gen is that it's, it's not competitive at all. If anything, we're all each other's cheerleaders. We're constantly helping each other. It's never like, oh, I don't want to help her. Or I don't want to help him. It's like, no, dude, like, come on. Like, I'll show you my listing. You show me yours. Like, we'll get each other both deals. We'll keep, you know, we'll keep each other um, going and help each other to the top as much as possible. That's awesome. That's how it is on our team too. Cause like the growth and development we have, we actually just grew. So Kaylee that you met, she's one of our newer growth and development. Um, and then we have Mackenzie in the North, Suzanne. And then we have, um, we just have a new growth team member because she is expand. So we expanded to Dallas in January. So Michael drones up there with another one of ours is Alex. And then also we, ex- we are expanding now down to San Antonio and Austin. That's awesome. Yep. And we just hired on Nikki and her husband's actually an inspector with us too. So they're going to go and expand Brian and Brian down into San Antonio and Austin. That's awesome. Yeah. So we all work as a team. We're all there for each other to support. We have group text messages going on and it's a lot of fun. Right. Especially when you have like, you each have the same, you know, the end goal, like you have the same end goal. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were saying, how did you get on Julia Wang's team? So, um, I am a diehard millennial. So I was on Instagram, you know, just scrolling and Julia has a huge following. She is definitely, I would say a top producer, not only in Houston, but in Texas, she's recognized, you know, as a top agent, even by Yahoo on social media. So I saw her and I was like, you know what, I'm just starting out. I got to follow the best. I'm not going to just like you know, I got to look up to somebody. So I, you know, started following her and I love what she, she came from. She had a humble beginning and Mm -hmm. she grinded in, in a city that she wasn't even from and she got to the top. And I respect that a lot. And so she's not even from Houston. No, she's not, which is, which is amazing. Yeah, I know. That's, that's so like amazing to me. So I kept, kept following her and I, I told myself, you know what? I, I know I want to work with this, this girl, like she, she's somebody that I definitely want to be with. And so I reached out and at the time she was with another brokerage, she disbanded her Julia Wayne team. And I was like, 
kind of bummed out. I had just got licensed, but I was like, you know what? It's all right. You know, I can do it on my own. And then after um, a couple months, she announced that she was starting next gen. And I hopped on that real quick. I was like, Julia, let me slide in your DMs. Um, Normally people slide into her DMs for like a totally different reason, but I like the reason you're sliding into her DMs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, yeah, hi, Julia. Like, I'm new, but like, um, I've done a million in sales in four months. Like, please take me on. Uh, I uh, don't need anybody to hold my hand. I, I love just like learning through the internet, uh, if anything were to happen, I'm sure I can just go to you, but I don't need anybody to like be on top of me. Um, and uh, I'm self-sufficient. And she was like, you know what? I love you, just just join. And I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> Guys, uh, but you keep saying you're new, you're new to residential, but not to commercial. Right. right, so I was doing commercial real estate for two and a half years as a marketing coordinator or a CRM manager. Okay. Yeah, for an uh, the top industrial team, um, and that was really eye opening on that side of real estate. It was a business to business model. I did a lot of like artificial intelligent models and stuff like that. It sounds really fancy, but like it it's, does. Not, it's not. Um, I just realized my you know my potential. If I can make somebody else millions of dollars. Why can't I make myself millions of dollars? Right. So I got drop my the mic right there, girl. Yeah. Drop. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you can make somebody else richer, why don't you make yourself richer? So I got licensed and left and never looked back. I've been happy and I, you know, I've done more than my salary in the last year. So I, I know for a fact that I can do it. I mean, I feel like with your mentality and the way you present yourself, I think you're going to be just fine. Yeah, I think right now your biggest competitor is yourself, you know, and isn't it always like that, though, like you're your biggest competitor and then you're also your worst, your own worst critic. Yes, I I really do believe that. But then, you know, you have to learn to love yourself. It's like a love and hate battle every single day. Seriously, it's the story of my life. I'm like, okay, I got to do my affirmations. I'm starting to talk bad about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. I have crystals. So it's, I, I like. Oh, do you? My yeah, girlfriend's I really into that. With my crystals, and I'm like, you know, there you what? go. I'm not feeling so well. Let me like start manifesting right now. Yeah, I do. Like, you know, um, I do the breathing app to go to bed. Have you ever done that? It's kind of. No, like, med- oh, it's real. I may be a boomer, as my one teammate Alex calls me, but oh, no. um, it's okay. I like getting older. But uh, no, it's called Breathe, and it's amazing. It has all different um, like meditations in there. It has all different things. It could be about you know getting yourself to fall asleep, or you're stressed out, or you need to learn how to handle stress. Like there's hundreds of different things in there. It is amazing. And my girls are, and, and now I have my kids obsessed with it, where I, they listen to it when they go to bed too. Okay, I gotta try this. That sounds really good for, it for is, meditating. Yeah, and, and they have like two minute meditations, or they have like forty five minutes to ones to fall asleep. That's awesome. Yeah. Granted, it didn't work last night. However, <laughs> it always works. I'm usually like out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, you're you're on a special circumstance right now, like scenario. Yeah, I know. I think I just have too much energy. I can't do anything. Oh so, yeah. So, you know, like I can't work out or like right. right now I'm staring at my kid's soccer ball in my backyard and I'm like, Ooh, I'd really like to go outside and play. Yeah. You I see, can't. they told you to sell that Peloton for a reason. 
I know, I know. Okay. I know. I get see my mind starts going. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Anyways, um, how what is the craziest thing you've ever seen in a house? Oh, craziest thing. Oh, you just caught me off guard here. Um I don't oh, you know what? There was a big <laughs> There was a large hole on somebody's roof and they had covered it with um, a tarp and it was a, um, how would I say it, a foreclosed house up for auction and my investor and I were just walking it and they had sent us a disclosure form we had to uh, to sign before we even could walk the house. And I was like, hey, like, are you sure you really want to look at this house? It's been <laughs> damaged by flood. Hurricane took off its roof. Like it's it's going through some stuff right now. And he was like, yeah, you know, like I can see beyond, you know, yeah. face value. And then I was like, all right. So I just stood outside. I was like, I'm not going in there. There's like mold and everything. Oh. He's like, okay, um, I'll just go in and, he looked at it. He liked it. He saw the potential. But then his wife came a few um, minutes later, and then she was like, "What are you thinking? Like, this, is, <laughs> this is far from salvaging. Like you could not save this house." And I was like, "Yes, you're right." I tried to tell him. I Wait, tried were, to tell him. Were they wanting to live in it, or was he wanting to flip it? He was trying to flip it. So he was trying to just uh, see the potential flip okay. it and then maybe rent it out if you couldn't rent it out then sell it but there's that much mold in it Ooh. yeah it was it was covered in mold I mean like the fence was broken the they had two doors that were broken down the roof was falling off like oh gosh no yeah. right there the roof as soon as someone says a roof I'm like ooh, run <laughs> I know it's it's expensive to repair a roof oh very very it's one of the things we teach in one of the programs that we do I think the one that Kaylee did for you guys yeah the roof is crazy. You, yeah. Yeah. So that was probably, I would say the craziest thing. I, I mean, I, I loved um, seeing it though. It was, just, <laughs> I, bet. I can't believe we're here. <laughs> I can't believe somebody actually lived in this before. Right. Yeah. So when you said earlier, you had to, why did they have to sign a disclosure? It was just to, um, let them know that there is mold and that there are, you know, potential hazards inside and around the house just for safety precautions. So oh, that, okay. Yeah. They don't sue later. Definitely don't need to sue. Right. You don't want that on your plate. No. <laughs> I would avoid um, that at all costs. I know. Right? I'm going to have to make a disclosure for everything now. <laughs> Especially as agents, you guys should have like 10, like, 20 different disclosure forms. Please sign this one. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't take my words verbatim all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> um, do you plan on having a team in the future? Do you like to be solo? Because I mean, you were, you know, an athlete, you're an athlete. You were on, you played volleyball in college. So what, what's your dream? Good question. So um, I, I do want to start a team. But as of right now, I'm, you know, kind of like a sponge, just trying to soak in as much as I can, learn from the best. I think my dream is one day to just be able to give back to the community, not only in terms of real estate, but maybe, you know, mentor young girls or have my own brokerage, kind of like Julia, that would be amazing. And have a, you know, type of, 
presence in the community where I can be known as somebody that gives back locally in terms of businesses. My mom, she owns a small business and, you know, growing up by with somebody that was an entrepreneur and she had a small business Mm -hmm. and being an immigrant, it was just really uplifting, empowering and just everything all of the above because it was amazing to see somebody come from a different country that didn't know the language and make a living for themselves. And that's respectable in itself. So anybody that I know that came from humble beginnings and have made it big, I'm just like, wow, you are living the American dream. Absolutely. It sounds like your mom and you guys, your mom paved the way for you to live the American dream too. Yes. So she's a hairdresser. So how I see it is like, how many hair or how many heads does she have to cut to put me through college? How many heads did she have to cut and shampoo so that I can have a car to drive? You know, where's she hairdresser at? uh, She works in Memorial. Oh, okay. She has her own little shop, like a very small corner shop in Memorial. Oh, is it off of I-10? Yeah, it is. And Wilcrest. I didn't. Okay, cool. Did she do nails in there too? She used to do nails, but then my um, dad told her to stop because of the fumes and everything. Oh yeah. The only reason I'm asking is because my boyfriend lives down in that area. And I thought at first, like, I was like, that's why I kept like digging in. I thought that your mom was his hairdresser because he is right in that area. I know, right? It's like right in that area where he goes and gets his hair done. Yeah, I mean, she's been cutting hair for 27 years now. So definitely, it's wow, it could definitely be his hairdresser. I know, small world. That'd be crazy if it was. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um, have any words of advice or wisdom for new agents coming on um, or anybody, clients? Um, I guess if you're a new agent, what really separated me was that I have a digital media uh, background. So I do a lot of outside creative thinking. I was first on TikTok before it became what it is now. And I was pushing a lot of TikTok videos and I got a lot of leads and clients and even friends and family that enjoyed those videos, you know, and I didn't know anybody. I just got myself up, dressed, went to every single community I can think of, introduced myself and said, hey, can I make some free video for you? Out and put it on TikTok. And they're like, yeah, sure. And that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, that's how I got my kind of foot in the door. And people started to recognize like, hey, she's just not a real estate agent that's going to bum around and wait for somebody to call her. Like she's going to go out and get it yourself. And that's, I think that's the biggest advice. Just get yourself dressed even go out to a random coffee shop, sit there and hand out business cards to people that are coming on by. Just say like, hey, if you're looking for an apartment or a house, call me. My services are free. Free. You mean like, who doesn't like free? Free is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? You said earlier in the, in the um, podcast that you're a millennial, but you don't have all of the millennial characteristics. I don't know. I am like weirdly um, like borderline Gen Z too, but then I'm like, 
all over the place. I, love, I know. I feel like you have a little bit of an old soul too. I do. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. very introvert, which catches a lot of my clients off guard. Cause whenever I'm like talking to them, I'm like constantly like, Oh yeah, like, you should do this. You should do that. Like, I got you. I got you. Like, don't yeah. worry. Like I'm all over the place. And then at home, I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to chill with my little dog. And it's like, please nobody bother me. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. That's awesome though. Well, I feel like you're a great role model for millennials. Thank to you. See, to show that they're like, you can be a well-rounded one. I know yeah, probably exactly. if people listen to this and they're probably thinking I'm bashing them. I mean, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying that it's nice to have people that are younger have the worth ethic that you have. And I think it's right. great. And there should be more people out there that does thinks that way and does that. So I think you're going to be a great role model. Thank and you, you already are a great role model. So just keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm being that serious. And if you ask anyone, I'm horrible at lying. So I will <laughs> say that. <laughs> All right. I'll my take your face describe, My face is like, they'll be, they'll be like, um, you said that, but your face is telling me it's something totally different. I'm like, I know. Oh, you're just like me. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like if I, I do. Somebody says something weird. My my eyebrows get all scrunched. I'm like, what are you? Yes. What's going on here? I mean, what you get is what you see. So I think that's great. And I feel like a lot of, I have two younger girls and I feel that they need, there needs to be more role models out there like that for girls. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree 100% about what you're saying. Don't confine yourself in a box, whether that's, you know, your gender or even your age being a boomer or millennial or whatnot. <laughs> Don't let that stop you because Mm -hmm. nobody can ever put you in a box. I mean, I've met some great, great people who are older, younger, doesn't matter. We all have something to learn from each other. I 100% agree with you too. For real. That's yes. I feel like that's a good way to end the show. Yes. Those are good words of wisdom right there. And once again, thank you for being on the show today, Tanya. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. See you guys next time.